Here I am sweating like Patrick Ewing. This is Corey and this is the Anthem Podcast. Good afternoon, <laughs> everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode 261 of the O oh, the Anthem Podcast. Or if you're Corey, episode 262. <laughs> or if you're a normal person, season six, episode <laughs> one. Of the Year the Anthem podcast, coming to you from the hashtag OTA LA Studios, high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California, which you just got a, a nice little glimpse of, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling people. Thank you for rating and reviewing all those things appreciated by us. And of course, you can find more O the Anthem at O the Anthem on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you're watching right now, you're checking us out at facebook.com forward slash O the Anthem. Uh, of course, you can find all the videos at youtube.com forward slash O the Anthem and everything O the Anthem related at O the Anthem.com. Yeah. So let's uh, start right there. How about that? Yeah. First, yeah? The, the first thing you saw right up front, the new uh, theme song, the new video. Nice. Uh, uh, labor of love done right there. Yes. Um, we've because we've been talking about doing that for literally five years now. Yeah, and finally got around. Good thing to get around. <laughs> finally to, get around, get around to, to it. It. Season six, episode one. Here we go. Brand new start. Um, in addition, we have a whole bunch of other new announcements here. We wanted to get it right up to up front. Um, there will be a brand new OtheAnthem.com. Yes. Uh, unveiling very soon. I was hoping that it would all work out today, but uh, uh, WordPress did not want to oblige with that with that dream of mine. So in hindsight, I hope the video wasn't muted. On the intro right there. It's the first time we've ever run it. I'm hoping it wasn't muted. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. You know, we'll run it in just a couple minutes and you can hear it again just so you can run it through. But uh, yeah, oh, the anthem.com. I think it wasn't muted because it looked like it was. It looked it, like it was moving, it right? It was bouncing a little bit yes. too on the yeah. on the high end. So uh, yeah, I think so. It might have been a little loud too. That might be the other problem. Oh, good. Enjoy it. <laughs> It's a rock song. Rock out. Yeah. Um, So brand new OtheAnthem.com coming very shortly. Yes. Uh, In addition, there will be uh, a new podcast provider for this app. So we will be switching over to Anchor here shortly. Now, Um, uh, tell everybody why. Why are we switching over to Anchor? Well, so Anchor was recently bought by Spotify. Mm -hmm. And basically what they wanted to do was create a place where it would be easier to sort of discover and host podcasts. uh, And... The idea being that you could upload all the episodes right there and it would go out to all the different podcatchers automatically, no back end, not having to worry about new ones coming up. It would just sort of automatically just add you to every single podcatcher uh, as it came along. And that seems like a wonderful solution for us. Plus, yeah. it, uh, there's some other things that it'll allow us to do probably in uh, not right away, but sort of things like uh, when we have Jim on from across yes. the country, uh, we'll be able to sort of... Uh, do that a lot smoother through Anchor uh, and sort of do it all in real time, which yep. is going to be beneficial. Also, the uh, the mobile app is uh, pretty amazing. And the idea that uh, something we've always tried to do and we've never really done successfully, except maybe in Denver, uh, where we did a mobile version mm-hmm. of the podcast. But, you know, when we were trying to go to Detroit, we tried to do it. We recorded one 12 minute section and that was it. Yeah, we were going to do it like checking in on the road. Yeah. And it just never worked out the way we wanted it to. But, but hopefully I mean, this would, would uh, allow for that as well. Yeah, so. because it's just a mobile app on your phone. It's an app that you listen on, and then one of the tabs is, yeah, record your own podcast. Mm-hmm. And so we'd be able to record our different sections, uh, put them together, and release them with very little work. Now, it won't sound as good as it sounds, obviously, you know, when we're with doing the whole here. setup. But yeah. I mean, like, you know, when, when you're trying to record an episode on the go, if we're, if we're out somewhere. Yes. It's going to be way better to be able to just record something in the place than have to worry about coming back and setting up. Yeah. And again, keep in mind, uh, 261 or two consecutive (laughs) weeks, um, depending on how you're looking at it. 
On to, uh, on to the rest of the news. Yes. Uh, this part of the news is brought to you by Robert N. Cheek, who has many uh, things related to his movement universe. For yes. Uh, but to- so uh, some other things we have going on. Obviously, uh, you guys didn't hear this, but you have to listen tomorrow. Uh, new website going up. Um, the uh, new place to find the podcast at Anchor, uh, which we're really excited about. Um, theme song, which you guys just heard. Uh, again, for the second time, hopefully, uh, the second time, uh, website. Uh, oh, the new book is out. Yes. We've been talking the- about it for eight weeks. Um, <laughs> so not listening to this right now, but it's very shortly within, um, I don't know, maybe Hours. tonight. Yeah, tonight or early tomorrow. Uh, the new book will be out. It's The Movement, Tales of Valor and Villainy. Yep. So uh, basically, uh, it's just a, a, a take on a several new characters, uh, people you haven't heard from before. So uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to bringing that out. Um, I think maybe it would take some time, like uh, in a week or two, and kind of get further into it. Or do you want to do that now? No, I, I think we have a, a lot on the on yeah. the docket today, and I, I'd rather spend the time later on, on, we can on go to Valor and Villainy yes. and like, really get into it a little but, bit. But uh, if you check out the book and you like it, uh, merch will be available. There's mer- new merch on the website as well. Yeah, the other part of this is uh, since we made the, the move from uh, Rob's original pul- uh, publisher to uh, Variant Publishing, mm-hmm. uh, there's more opportunities for merch, and all that is available on the O The Anthem Spreadshirt uh, page, which you can go to at otheanthem.com slash store. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously on the new website, it's going to look a lot better than it does right now. But uh, yeah, check it out. There's men's and women's avail- available for uh, both the calls and uh, tales of valor and villainy. Yes. So um, make sure you check those out. And more to come in the future as we have to redo book titles. Again. Yeah. Uh, so again, and on the agenda now uh, of my nine projects that are currently open, mm-hmm. uh, one is to get the original movement uh, book back out again, uh, to get foe back out again. That's probably going to be the first one. Get foe back out on, on, um, on bookshelves again. Uh, and then very soon the third and last book will be finally free and back in. And then I could sell the whole thing as a movie universe and retire to Boca. <laughs> so that's really what we're looking yeah. forward to. Um, but yeah, uh, so a lot going on and uh, just trying to, um, I don't know, I don't want to say like make the best. It's not really making the best of a bad situation. It's just uh, continuing to do good work yeah. and get stuff out there. So my hope is that this year there will be six books out. Uh, got a lot of writing to do, so we'll have to see how that goes. But, yeah. Yeah. I was always like, uh, you know, when, when uh, you hear about success stories and like all the times that they tried to make something happen before. Yeah. And it just like never really took. And then all of a sudden it's the one thing that just takes. Yep. So, I mean, like, I feel like anything that has led up to this moment is just like part of the learning process that eventually gets you to the, yeah. it's like every knows the thing that leads you to the yes. Any number yeah. of things could be the, uh, the one that breaks it. So yeah. isn't that nice? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that's probably not on that list of things that will help us break it is next week's episode. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to break our usual habit of recording on Mondays <laughs> for Tuesdays and record on Saturday. Now, why Why would one make that decision, Corey? Well, it is April 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we're celebrating Hitler's birthday. Corey, no. as you all know, is a member of the alt-right. Uh, it's a big celebration day for him. Not. Uh... <laughs> No, uh, something something that we started last year with uh, with California and its medicinal marijuana. Yeah, we I thought we'd do a a sort of drinko de mayo for uh, for the other half for the other half. Yeah, um, and uh, if I remember correctly, last year 
much like any time this has ever happened, you always are, are in this place where you're just like, I can't talk. I can't be responsible. I can't be yeah. the one who's <laughs> responsible for doing any talking. And then as soon as you start getting going, you're like in this 18 minute long thing of just like, and that's when the Persians decided to take over. <laughs> Uh, maybe <laughs> yeah so i'm looking forward uh, to that part where like right before we start recording you just like look at me and you got like I just a little tiny like pupils and you're <laughs> like i can't i can't be responsible for talking uh which if you guys will oh for those of you who are um uh patreon subscribers is that only for patreon uh Maybe the Denver one. was, yeah. And there we were talking about how uh, the driver who took us home. I was just like, I can't, I can't talk to this guy. You need to sit up front. <laughs> Maybe we should just release it as like a bonus. It's got to be out fun. there somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Maybe, maybe the world needs to see that. Maybe yeah. they, maybe they don't. I don't <laughs> maybe know. review it first. See yeah, what we I said. don't know exactly <laughs> what was, what was that. I don't remember recording it specifically. So, you know, uh, it could be problematic, yeah. but, uh, and nonetheless, uh, we will be doing drinker to my five, six. Is it? No, it's not six. Yeah. Is it six? Yeah. Oh, drinker to my six season six. We're in season six. Right uh, now, yeah. so. Drinker to my six will be coming up, uh, in a few weeks. Uh, by the way, uh, that's also friend of the show, Roberto's birthday. If uh, anybody wants to get him a present, it's easy to remember. It's Cinco de Mayo. Um, but we will uh, be celebrating a holiday before that next Saturday. Um, here's what I think I'm going to do. I'm not a huge fan of the high THC content nonsense. Mm. That's you. You like the, you like the like, you know, dumb and dumber no. or whatever no, uh, no, no. nonsense. I, I'm not a fan. So I think what I will do is just uh, look for something that's like high CBD content and low THC, maybe like a four to one or a three to one ratio and, you know, get rid of my back pain. That's what I'll <laughs> yeah. do. I'll get rid of my back pain. Well, I mean, I would say that if you, if the interest is to live comfortably without pain, then yes, high CBD things would probably be the way to go. Yes. If the idea is get high and entertain people on the podcast and maybe a little, a little bit more on the THC <laughs> more side. THC yeah. maybe. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so we'll keep that in mind, but consider joining just, us on Thursday or on Saturday. The, the only thing is, and, uh, I, I just say this because in, in Vegas, I, I went to the, to one of their local establishments to peruse mm-hmm. and, uh, they were selling this vape pen with like 80% THC in it or something like that. And I'm like, no, not for you. <laughs> no, that's not for you. That seems rather excessive. That seems like bringing a bazooka to shoot clay pigeons or something like that. Are you calling your brain cells clay pigeons now? <laughs> <laughs> not that I disagree with you. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll see. Well, and uh, okay. So, I mean, speaking of that, uh, so yeah. yeah, check out the podcast. So we're going to be out on Saturday at some point, depending on what Corey's work schedule. Um, but we will be uh, live on Saturday where we can imbibe. Uh, where as we see fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you spent the last few days uh, in Vegas. Speaking of Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, and I, working. And I came back with uh, some sort of horrible cold or flu. If yeah. you're wondering why my voice sounds like this. Well, uh, you know, stop hanging out in whorehouses and <laughs> uh, you won't catch diseases. That's what I say. That's what my dad always said. Yeah, so I went into town for uh, the National Association of Broadcasters. Into which is town. Big, went into town, yes. <laughs> which is a big trade show uh, for the TV and film people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, had a, I had a wonderful time. Uh, there's um, a lot of sounds things. Sounds like you did. <laughs> there's a lot of things there that are uh, way beyond my pay grade. 
Like there are things like they sell like satellites for trucks and stuff like that. <laughs> and those types of things, like I don't need to know. Like I just look at them and I'm just like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> this costs $70,000. Hmm. Neat. Love to have that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? But I think it's just more of like along the lines of like if, uh, you know, like you, you own a local Fox affiliate or something like that. Yeah. And you go into town to look at the tech and you're looking at satellite dishes too or stuff like that. I don't know. Um, well, I feel like it's also the thing is like, we don't know this, but 70 K for that satellite is a huge deal. Yeah. And somebody's going to look at that and be like, you see that 70, they're selling 70 K 70 K for that. Somebody <laughs> who's got the gold card. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's see. It's we, done. We're, we're in under six figures on yeah. these satellite dishes. Now it. it's ridiculous. Let's get it. Yeah. It's like, I saw a, uh, 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 camera that they had on like a string yeah that just sort of like went back and forth they were showing it at like the b&h booth oh there's one of those on instagram you can get for way cheaper than that well it was like 200 bucks yeah the one on instagram is like like 45 dollars yeah and i'm just like that that type of technology before was just prohibitively expensive but now people can do it for really cheap if they want to yep. and that's why like i was like messaging you going like hey whatever ridiculous (laughs) idea you think we might might possibly do in the future. Just let me know and I'll look around and see what they're like working on. I feel like, uh, I remember the string camera, but I would really just want to buy that. Um, the one on Instagram. Cause it mm-hmm. actually comes with like a little, uh, CO two powered gun that you can like, yeah. And then like you pin it in here. Or actually, I think you just, you push it and force it in and then like you flip it around and shoot it and it creates the wire. Yeah. So you put the camera on and then, Drive it across. Uh, it just seems like fun. Yeah. Good old fashioned fun. Um, also, when would you ever use that? That's the kind of thing like you have it and you just never use it. I don't know. Maybe just me. I don't know. I, I imagine I would try and find some reason to use it, which is always the, yeah. the, yeah. the way you always say things about gear. You're just like, well, I'll find a way to use <laughs> It'll be in the kit, man. I'll, uh, uh, much like we had the, the view of God last week on the podcast. Yeah. Like maybe we just have some sort of like going back and forth. Uh, have like a, uh, yeah, emotion as aspect of the podcast, yeah. you know, let's go yeah, to the, knows? uh, let's go to the, uh, Madden cam <laughs> and get, here it is. It's going All right. <laughs> the yeah. quarterback cam. Yeah. <laughs> We have it behind us. It's just <laughs> looking at your fingers, watching just me going on the, the board. Yeah, you guys get to see everything. Um, but yeah, there were there were a couple cool uh, things that I saw. One, okay, so one thing that really blew my mind. Um, I stopped by Microsoft at one point, and they were just uh, having a little presentation, and there was a, a cartoon video of Pinocchio behind on the screen behind this guy who's okay. doing the presentation and he's mostly talking about like Microsoft cloud services and stuff like that for news media and things like that. Uh, but he's going along and then uh, Pinocchio is interacting with the things he's saying. So it's like, you know, like, Oh, and you know, with the OneDrive cloud storage, you have 10 gigs for every person on your news team. So right. plenty of space for all the files you might have to drop on the go. And then Pinocchio is in the back on like, that's amazing, <laughs> you know? And they're like putting him in different places. And like, you know, Pinocchio is like doing like, he's like dancing and doing all kinds of like, uh, not just like standing there responding. He's yes. like actually animated a bit. Yeah. And, you know, I'm watching the presentation. I'm like, eh, you know, it's all right. It's kind of nerdy. Nothing I really need to know about right here. But then, like, right at the end, like, right as they were about to get out, they were just like, 
Uh, all right, so that's the presentation. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention uh, what I think is one of the coolest parts of this whole thing. Uh, this Pinocchio video, which was like 30 minutes long or something like that, yeah. he's like, this Pinocchio video we had done in two days on a Microsoft Surface. Um, <laughs> it was literally shot with an actor in front of a wall. They didn't even have to like mocap or green screen or yeah. anything like that. We just found a blank wall. We recorded the actor doing all the Pinocchio lines and movements and then turned it in. The part that took the longest was actually designing the character. Yeah. But two days from beginning to end is how long it took to make this video. And they're just Crazy. like, all right, see ya. Or any questions? And I'm just like, yeah, what'd you do? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> explain to me again how you did this. I'm like. So wait, so it was. AI in a way. Yeah. Because it was programmed to choose the right response to make it sound correct. Because it wasn't a shot of a, as a video, right? Like he was, was he on a script and the interacting? I, what I imagine they had was kind of like, uh, cues. Yeah. So I imagine there was somebody like he didn't have to have it to perfect time to interact with Pinocchio. But like you hit it and then it. But there, over there was like the... a little bit of like uh, from time to time there was like a minute or two where it seemed like he was just like, "What do you think about that, Pinocchio?" And there was like just somebody a little slow on the trigger, and then he's That's just amazing. Like, he's just going from like standing there to like I love dancing, <laughs> you know. Okay. So, All right. So so it queued up, and it was it's one of those videos where it could be in stasis for a while. Yeah. Like it'll be there dancing for a while, and then you hit the next cue, and it waits to the point at which you've done the cue shift. Yeah. And then it goes into the next thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he gets in there dancing on it right. as a gif all night. Well, I mean that's spectacular. Yeah. And uh, if only we had something to use, uh, you know, Pinocchio for. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have done any character. I assume it's just oh, sort of, oh, like, okay. All right. They used Pinocchio for the sense of like being able to like use the not telling lies and. Oh, stuff I was gonna like say that. that the guy was lying the whole time. No. I figured that's what that was. <laughs> just the nose key. It's like or, well, uh, Microsoft is the best <laughs> operating system for what you want to be doing in news. Oh my god, my <laughs> nose is getting so big. <laughs> yes. Uh, or the guy was Geppetto and he likes to make little boys out of wood. Is, mm. that, is that the message? That's starting to unnerve me a bit. I feel like I could come up I with a lot go, of unnerving I don't want to go messages. deeper down this road. <laughs> uh, but NAB, but right? Yes. NAB? National right. Association of Broadcasters. A lot of fun. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you're interested in that sort of thing. And if you'd like to stay in Vegas for, you know, $7 a night. I wish I had to book it so late. I couldn't take advantage of like all the great uh, deals. That's, that's always yeah. the problem is that you, if you want to book Vegas in the sweet spot of like four to 10 days out. Okay. Cause that's when the prices seem to go down much like airlines. Like if you get within four days, it just starts gradually getting more expensive. Yeah. So cause there's people like us who make late, late yeah, decisions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they just take advantage of us. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's uh, we talked about the holiday four twenty holiday, the uh, the five five holiday, mm -hmm. the NAB convention in Vegas. All these things just remind me of something. I can't really think of what. Um, I feel like all of these things have something in common. Oh, your birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. Hey. hey. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, right now, today, if you're listening to this on your podcatcher of choice, when it's released, and why wouldn't you? Yeah. So make sure you're uh, yeah. Get out and say hello and happy birthday to Corey tomorrow. <laughs> Come find me in the streets. Uh, if you're, you know, if yeah. you're in Los Angeles uh, and if you want to ride up him very quickly, it's just like Ooh, up in your car. That'd be great. Just drive by, hang out the window, just be like, happy birthday. <laughs> Anything. That just, by the way, you're riding the bike. You don't even hear him. You're just like, 
<laughs> it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. I like to have a- I like to imagine that no matter what, somebody's just driving by and like yells in my direction. I'm just like, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, the, I just imagine they say happy birthday. It's just like, hey, Dick, get out of the road. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, going to be 35 years old. Yeah, I know. Old. How are you feeling about that? Uh, I think I'd feel a lot more. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel as. Uh, close to death as if I wasn't already sick. Yeah. Like yeah. there's sort of that feeling of like, if you don't feel right on your birthday, it feels like, Older. like Oh, this is one more step closer to the grave. Yep. And if you're yep. sick on your birthday, then it, it like adds to that. So hopefully I wake up tomorrow and I'm just like a hundred percent, but well, I can't imagine that I will be because <laughs> uh, how uh, out of it I feel right now. Two years ago um, today, mm-hmm. we were in Vegas for your birthday. Yeah. And uh, the boys were talking about Vegas for birthdays uh, just a few uh, days ago and realized that, unfortunately, you guys are adults now. How'd that happen? Now you're working and stuff, and we're not going to be able to go to Vegas for your birthday. I mean, I To celebrate it, but not, like, in close close proximity. It could happen, I guess. We never know, but... Yes, I suppose. (laughs) But we'll be outside of that sweet spot of four to ten days. (laughs) True. Gotta be careful. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I love Vegas. We we did uh, Dirty 30 in Vegas. We did. Famously, so. Yes. Uh, it's always fun to have a Vegas birthday. It's the uh, the chronicling that's happened over the last few years. We've chronicled <laughs> all the birthdays in Vegas, uh, all the Vegas trips. I'm trying to think. So my 30th, and then we went for your birthday last year. Mm-hmm. No, two years ago. Did we go last year, too? No. Two years ago? Yeah, I think it was just two years ago. And then we went in the summer last year. Yeah. It's so close. I know. It's so close. It's just easy to go. You know. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, so maybe we'll go celebrate your birthday and, uh, or just go to go. Yeah. Um, still got to convince the ladies to let us uh, go by ourselves. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a writing trip at some point. I've decided because yeah. I, I, uh, I, I knocked out like 15 pages in one night. Just yeah. like being able to sit in the hotel and like the, the key, at least for me, is that like uh, any, anywhere else I am, there's so many things that distract me. Yeah. Uh, in Vegas, I can literally just like lock the room in the hotel. You know, I can sit there. I can smoke while I write, which yep. helps me like just not get up. And like it, 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 it's all right there in front of me. And then as soon as you get tired, you can like walk away and, and get some food or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, like, and there's no timers on it. There's no thing like, okay, I got to get out of here by... 915 because everything's going to be closed by 10. If yeah. I don't get out of here and get some food, I'm going to be locked out all night. It's like, no. Oh, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, let's go find something. <laughs> go to Sbarro's. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, so, like, I, I do like that as an advantage. Um, however, uh, we have to decide whether or not Roberto is going to be invited on the boys' trip because God knows uh, he'll be a whiny little girl. <laughs> uh, just It'll be just like having one of the wives there. So, <laughs> you know. He won't want to sit there quietly while we write? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah. All right. Well, They'll just we'll be see. whining and talking about, take me to a show. <laughs> I want to see David Copperfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brittany. Brittany's uh, in her residency <laughs> now. So she'll just be subtly singing Brittany songs, <laughs> trying to give the hint. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's Brittany, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. I guess. Heard of Brittany before. Yeah, it's Brittany's a thing, right? Do you mind being quiet? We're recording right now. I know. Gosh. God. 
See, you can't even get through yeah, this. I know. Singing Britney in the room while we're yeah, already distracting us while we're uh, trying to do this show. Ugh. Well, anyway, uh, so yeah, so looking forward. I'm uh, looking forward to my first Vegas trip of uh, 2019. First one in a few months. I think the last time we went was the summer trip last year. So yeah, yeah. It's been a little while. Also, I mean, not uh, for me, but for everyone else. I may uh, maybe go, go and just sleep the entire weekend. That would be nice. It'd be nice to just <laughs> sleep in LA. You don't up. have to go to Vegas for that. You can just go elsewhere. I mean, yes, but I'd have I need like an empty bed, an empty apartment, or a room, and and just to like yeah, just get, just like get a, blackout <laughs> drunk and get like a Motel Six in Northridge. And <laughs> <laughs> where am I going to come up with a 1999 for that? <laughs> oh lordy. Also, they frown upon you uh, double fisting bottles of Jack Daniels in the lobby and then uh, taking it up to your room and passing Getting out. Getting yard lungs worth of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, they frown on that while in Vegas, you know, it's encouraged. So, uh, you know, it's a different different lifestyle. But um, speaking of a different lifestyle, switching over to uh, Corey's uh botch uh, that transition. Where to church, are we going your church, with this? Your church. Um, Big news today out of uh, Paris, France, as one of the oldest cathedrals in the world mm-hmm. burned, uh, not to the ground, but uh, was burned heavily damaged. pretty substantially. Yes, heavily yeah. damaged by fire. Um, how, like, what was your, so uh, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris uh, caught fire today, and it was basically on the news all afternoon uh, about this big fire. Uh, wouldn't know for people, uh, you know, I'd, I'd think that the house frowls were really up on this but roberto didn't know anything about it i haven't i haven't watched cnn in weeks so i don't know any of this the house frowls are out of touch i mean Um, i I just heard about it in passing through like you know social media and stuff yeah like i wasn't i wasn't like watching the i also hate like whenever something like this happens and it's just like continuing coverage of us watching a smoldering church. Yeah. Yeah. And like and people like watched Blitzer, all day. Yeah. Wolf Blitzer will just be like, they're saying that the internal temperature in there can reach up to 297 degrees Fahrenheit. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, now, as you know, that's high enough to, to burn paper, but maybe not high enough to burn wood. So, we may be in a position where the pews would we, survive this fire. We have our wood expert on set to yeah. talk about whether or not the wood is in danger. Big screen. <laughs> yeah, well, Wolf, now, uh, if we uh, zoom in here, what we're going to see is the pews here from 1590, they're made out of balsa wood. That's going to burn like kindling. But if we go out here, we're going to see that the altar, the altar is oak. You need a hotter fire to always, burn oak. I always like when there's like some sort of like tragedy too, and they bring in a specialist and then he says something like he's really excited about, like he's really excited about some portion of the tragedy just because he studies it. Yes. He's yeah. just like, you know, I've, I've been wondering for a long time if, you know, 2000 year old wood burns at a quicker rate than normal wood. And this is going to give us a really great sample into that, to that, theory it's just like you know a church is on fire yeah. it's just like yeah i mean like yeah, that's terrible and everything like Horrible. that but we're gonna learn about this two thousand year old wood burning and i i, I think that's a, a you know it's the silver side of everything right <laughs> now i i uh couldn't care less about the church a silver uh, lining to everything yeah. i couldn't care less about the church uh no gods no kings no slaves i get that uh but i am a little sad that i will now never get to see Notre the original? Dame. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that I have friends of mine who've been to Paris. They've seen it. They've taken pictures. And they may rebuild it, but it won't be the original. Right. Uh, I think the two the two towers portion of it with the uh, rose window in the middle survived. It was the spire at the other end of the, the thing that, that, that fell. Um, 
So, I mean, some part of it, I guess, will survive, but it's just the idea that I'm not going to be able to see the original, yeah, uh, which is somewhat hurtful. I mean, I, I also think that there's, uh, there's something to be said about like, while it's a historic building, and I don't, I'm not of the mind to see historic buildings like fall in any kind of way. Yeah, um, at least it wasn't. Like, you know, the Library of Alexandria or yeah, something like that, yeah. where most of the world's knowledge got lost in one massive fight, you know, set like the, set the world back a thousand years by yeah. losing everything. Yeah. I mean, like, it, you know, it, it that can be re, the, the Notre Dame Cathedral could be rebuilt a little bit. And it people who visit in the future wouldn't even necessarily know that there was a fire yeah. unless they say about it, like. Something tells me they're going to be able to do some restoration work to make it look like it did. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, but I'll know. You'll I'll know, know. It's yeah. not the original. My, <laughs> you know, maybe like the next generation won't, but I'll know. And poor Quasimodo, who knows what's <laughs> happened to him? He's like on the ground. I'm on fire. Uh, <laughs> You're not on fire, rookie Bobby. <laughs> too soon. Too soon, Corey. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. <laughs> Help me, Tom Cruise. Help, Help me, Jewish, Jewish God. <laughs> By the way, uh, telling our age, I wonder how many um, younger people have no idea what that movie is. <laughs> I don't know. That would hurt my feelings if I found out. Uh, anyway, so uh, from one church to another, um, and from your kind of church to my kind of church, the Egyptian theater is mm. on the market. Yes. And it looks like it has a buyer. Uh Another religious institution, Netflix. Bum Yes. <laughs> they have their they have their music. They yeah. have their listen, I give ten percent of my fucking earnings to well, them. Yeah, I, mean, I will before this is over <laughs> with. Yeah, there's sort of like the uh the the bubum is sort of like the also with you of yes. Netflix religion. Right. Yeah. And you know, they get a little judgy, like, maybe you should take a break. <laughs> sure, you don't want to go outside? Listen, Netflix, don't judge my life. <laughs> Next episode, please. I don't give a shit. It's four thirty in the morning. I want to continue watching Pojack Horseman with. <laughs> I'll tell you when I'm ready to stop. All right, I can stop anytime I want. I don't have to watch it. But um, Netflix uh, is rumored to be looking at and possibly uh, making a purchase of the Egyptian Theater uh, here in Hollywood, California, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you and I took different tacks on why that must be, like why that might be. You took the tact of, uh, well, maybe they're going to make a, uh, well, so for those of you who don't know, we've only covered it about, you know, every four or five episodes or so uh, <laughs> on the podcast, but uh, movie theaters do not make money from the selling of tickets. Do you see the movie? A little bit. Very little. Though. Yeah. The selling of tickets is the way to make money for the movie makers so that they continue to make movies that they then send to the movie house for a cost, of course. Um, but the way that the movie house makes money is by selling concessions. Yeah. And so your theory was, oh, hey, they can make this like members-only club where if you have a Netflix subscription, and by the way, you could log in, guarantee like, hey, uh, put your password in here. Um, yeah, cool. Just hang on a second. Hey, Dad? Yeah. Um, what's, the, uh, what's the Netflix password again? Netflix password? Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, you have to be able to log in, but that you could go in for free because those movies are also available on Netflix or will be soon, so you can go see them and then... I mean, I I just think that uh, everyone's talking about how Netflix is killing the theater-going experience. Right. Uh, which, 
I don't really think it has. I just think that uh, the theater going experience sort of ebbs and flows with how good the movies are. Also, um, um, don't give us uncomfortable ass seats. We put up with that for a long time. Then I could stay on my couch. Yeah. So I'm going to stay on my couch. But we went to Studio Movie Grow the other week. Boy, was that an experience. Yeah. Basically like being on my couch, except for God knows I can't get anybody to cook for me at home. So it was better than that because I got chicken tenders. But I mean, like we also did that. And, you know, remember when we did like the landmark? Yeah. We, we went to the landmark and saw uh, RBG and yep. they had it in like sort of couch. the couch uh, screening room, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Uh, I've done the same thing at IPIC. They sort of have like the, the couches that you can. It's almost like a bed you can lay on. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's going to be about to be the yeah. most expensive nap I ever took. I, I never, I never felt quite so gentrified as I did the moment I was watching straight out of Compton at the iPad, like <laughs> <laughs> lounging in my couch with my grapes. Yes. Yes. Being fed by, uh, go ahead. Entertain me. Easy. E. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so they're stepping up and yeah. yes, you know what? Uh, the movie going experience has changed because, you dealt us I a mean, lot I, of shitty hands. I just, and I just feel like if uh, if Netflix, you know, uh, once a week, they're probably they would probably have some sort of event where they would sell tickets and you would want to go see, you know, like, you know, oh, uh, fucking Donald Glover is going to be here for the premiere of his new Netflix original movie. And he's going to do questions afterwards and they yeah. sell tickets for that. Sure. And people will go see. uh or, you know, on like a Monday through Thursday where there's really no traffic in the theater. Yeah. Just say like, you know, at six o'clock we're showing, you know, Umbrella Academy. <laughs> at, uh, on Tuesday we're going to be showing this new movie that we just released. Yep. And if you have a membership to Netflix, you walk in the door and you enjoy the movie just like you would if you bought the ticket. Yep. And then Netflix gets, you know, money from concessions and stuff like that. And I think that it would be an interesting... It, it, what's smart about this is that it opens up Netflix on so many different grounds for the next step and whatever somebody's going to heave at them. Yeah. So uh, Spielberg sort of famously uh, post Oscars after Roma had won many awards, uh, went back on his like, well, I don't think Netflix is, you know, they should really be up for Emmys as opposed to Oscars because it's like, yeah, they're, they're more of TV than they are movies. Even their movies are kind of like TV movies. Um, and the argument being that like, you know, Netflix doesn't really show itself in theaters. Uh, it always showed itself enough to qualify for Academy Awards, but now, especially if they own their own theater, they wouldn't have to worry about like not yeah. qualifying for that. And, uh, they're just going to spend $12 billion on content this year. Yeah. Um, they got what, what we like to call the, you know, fuck me money where you're just <laughs> wasting it just they, to waste it. They don't have fuck me money. They have other people's fuck me money. Yes, that's yeah. the, that's the other part. Like at some point, like <laughs> I, I, I just like to imagine that the guy, one of the people who's like funding Netflix, the oil magnate who's like yeah. funneling all his money into Netflix is just like, all right. So I gave uh $25 million to Netflix last year. Uh, let's see uh, how the company is looking here on the, wait a minute. They're in the red by $8 billion. <laughs> Are they planning on becoming profitable at any point? It's, it's a like, loss leader. It's a loss leader. <laughs> nope. They're just going to keep losing money until eventually they make it. All right. It seems like a weird strategy, but I'm, <laughs> It's like the same exact strategy as movie pass. It's like, yes. we're going to spend so much money. It's going to be completely unattainable and we're never going to earn it back, but eventually we will somehow. It's See, just like, I think Netflix is yeah, all right. 
I think Netflix <laughs> is close to profitability. I think that that they are they're on the verge. I think I really think what Netflix is trying to do is uh, spend like crazy to build up as much of a catalog as they possibly can. Yeah. Prior to everything going, because I mean. Right now, we already have, you know, between Netflix and Amazon, Hulu, and we're going to have, uh, we have CBS All Access. We have. Have you tried uh, that, by the way? No. I'm going to get my free trial. Are you? It's five ninety nine a month. Yeah. I mean, like, I, it's the kind of thing, like, I'd, I, there's a couple shows I'd want to see on it, but I'd rather just get the free trial and, like, burn through it and see if yeah. I like. So I said this weekend I was going to get the free trial because I really just want to like watch Jordan Peele's uh, Twilight Zone yeah, yeah. and then the Star Trek thing. But then I remembered, oh, fuck, Game of Thrones this weekend. So I can't do that this weekend because yeah, yeah. I can't just sit and burn through everything. I'm going to be thinking the whole time, like, I should be watching. I should be watching Game of Thrones. I should be right. catching up. Um, maybe next weekend, though. Next weekend, I'll uh, burn through the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> I, I loved The Good Wife and then... Uh, I watched the last episode of The Good Wife, and then I didn't like The Good Wife anymore. Yes, and then do you like Christine Bransky's? I love. Well, I love Christine Bransky, and I yeah. love. Uh, uh, I can't. Is it Cash Jumbo or Cush Jumbo? I can't remember. Uh, and uh, do you like to assassinate Trump? <laughs> I don't. I don't Somebody knew exactly what they were doing when they put that one out there, and yeah. I'm curious as what their long their plan was. <laughs> I don't think they thought that far. I, say, I know they had one. Question is, what was it? This is going to get a lot of attention on the internet. Okay. So like, all right. So okay. after that step, like first steal underwear. Second step. Step three profit. Yes. <laughs> it's very- um, also, you work for Sumner Redstone, who is a very, <laughs> very conservative man. Maybe not. Um, maybe not the way the tact I would take. Or maybe they're going to have a storyline where they assassinate the president. I mean, like I, maybe. Apparently, maybe. apparently, uh, Christine Baranski's character is getting into uh, more of like the extreme left of the the Democratic Party. Yeah. So maybe by she- the way, <laughs> listen, jackoffs, stop <laughs> pretending like you know what extreme leftism looks like because it's not Christine Baranski <laughs> going to a couple of meetings in her, in her power Dior. suit. Yeah, fucking a. <laughs> God damn it! I hate all of you so much. Uh, but yes, uh, back to the subject at hand, yeah. Netflix. Now, I, I made the argument that I think <laughs> that this really is just fuck me money where um, they are they are telling the Academy, change your rules. Change your rules for us because we're going to have this theater. We're going to meet your rules for certain movies that we're going to put out. We're not going to need anyone else to do it. Although, as you pointed out, it's uh, definitely an antitrust problem after mm. Paramount, U.S. v. Paramount. But um also, not really, uh, not really prosecuting the antitrust stuff anymore. So yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I wonder if they think that maybe having theaters is not part of a violation because you're not paying for the service. You know, also uh, like maybe that's the legal argument that Netflix lawyers are like getting into. Or they're it's gonna, just like, they're if we gonna, have a club, which is essentially what we have, we have a club that you belong to yeah. that gives you access to the movies online, then access to the club can happen in many different venues. Like I can, if I have a gym membership to 24 hour fitness, I, I can go to any 24 hour yep. fitness or gold's gym or something like that. Like and it's not, I mean, I can go on Netflix on any, I could go on your computer and watch my Netflix account. Yeah. There's no stopping me. Um, or, or. They're going to make the El Capitan argument. Yeah, it's a but historic then, theater, yeah. right? That they're going to spend a, a lot of money renovating. 
See, but I think the El Capitan was also way prior to USV Paramount. Yeah, no, that was the I whole think thing. that's part it, of the reason why it like grandfathered survived. in. Yeah, but I don't know. One of two things may happen though. Um, they may fight the grandfathering and thus basically I mean, get the Universal out, opened up out. a theater at the City Walk. Yes, which is like a Universal theater. Yes, uh, and again, that that somehow gets around USC Paramount too, and I think. There had to be something in there about like small numbers of theaters being allowed to be owned yep. as long as it's not like a chain or equal a certain so number of go. the market share or something like that. But and now Netflix is going to do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing where this goes. It's it's one of those uh, one of those chess moves you forget about until you look at the whole thing like later. Like, oh, <laughs> you have forty million dollars to buy a historic theater. That's awesome. Cool. I just hope that they uh, they do like Alamo Draft House did in uh, the Mission. In San Francisco, and just keep the theater exactly the same. Don't, I mean, that's, don't change a thing. Like that's one way to do it, I suppose. Um, I like how you walk into the Alamo Draft House and the Mission in San Francisco, and yeah. you don't even know it's an Alamo Draft House until you get into a theater. Okay, and okay. see like the Alamo logo on the screen. You know, yeah. Like the marquee just still says Mission. Like. Everything looks like it's the theater from way back when. I would like the more comfortable seats. That's what I want. Well, the, to do. the the comfortable seats are there too. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. Like, so they didn't leave the original. No, 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 no. Stuff. They 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 changed everything inside, like the actual theater houses. But the but like the experience of like walking in and seeing the old lobby yeah. and like there's a bar there and everything. Okay. Like it's very okay. Well, I'll take that. Um, well, one thing you're not going to be able to see there: uh, any Disney movie. <laughs> Because those will not be allowed. Those are only available one place. Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Uh, which is not exactly true, I suppose. Um, they Eventually, I imagine all Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, everything is going to find its way to Disney Plus. Yes. Uh, right now, I think they're just working on what rights they have right now and how rights will become available to them and stuff like that. Yeah. But like right now, you can watch Avengers on Netflix. And I don't know when that will when that like deal expires. But then as soon as that deal does expire, I imagine it's right to Disney plus. Yes. It's yeah. like, let's work out the rest of this contract with Netflix and then go back to Disney plus, which is part of the reason why Netflix has to like build up on its original content because soon enough, All every studio Disney's. is going to have its own streaming yeah. service and every studio is going to be trying to make money off their catalog. Yep. And, and none of it will benefit Netflix. So got to do what you got to do sometimes. No, I, I still think that there's a, I feel like Netflix saves so many shows just by you being able to watch it. Like, uh, you remember when breaking bad, like the first yeah. season, like nobody watched it. The first then, couple of seasons, yeah. they, it went to, I think the between season two and three or three and four is when it went to Netflix. And that's when people were like, Hey, have you seen this show? It's, it's like really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think that that's, uh, there is a, will always be a place for that. The problem though, is that now people see that maybe they're willing to pay more for it. And uh, or they're asking to ask for more for it. Yeah. And uh, Netflix is still going to have a bottom line that they're going to have. I mean, theoretically, they're going to have a bottom <laughs> line that they're going to have to hit at some point. So um, got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? I but, am an investor. I'd like to talk to somebody about uh, when you plan on turning a profit. Profit. <laughs> Wait, why would we need to worry about that? What's that about? Profit? I don't think you understand. You can't be an artist and make profit at the same time. Listen, this is the uh, this Silicon is an, Valley model. This is an right? artistic endeavor right here. Yeah. This Netflix. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But no. uh, oh, oh, one other thing I want to talk about when we're talking about movies. Uh, Cinemia. Trying to convince all of uh, all of the friends to get Cinemia now. Yeah. And you're saying no to Cinemia. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying that that uh, there is a uh, patent lawsuit that is being filed right now from MoviePass against Cinemia. And I read an article not too long ago where they were talking to one of the founders of MoviePass, and mm-hmm. one of the things they were most... One of the things they felt like was their best position for uh, market stability was the fact that they had this patent like dead to rights. Like there was no way anybody else was going to do anything like MoviePass because they had the patent down. So okay. Right. Um, and MoviePass suing them makes me think that they feel like they can sort of like, you know, close down Cinemia if they want to I with think some that- sort of a lawsuit and mm. that... The reason why Cinemia might be putting out this offer for uh, basically what was the Netflix plan or the MoviePass plan yeah. of ninety nine ninety nine for thirty movies a month plus, and this one you get three D and forty X and yep. any theater you want. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> like, be good, sweet. It just seems like uh, it's a lot of try, trying to get year long subscriptions and then folding as a company. Like, I feel like they're gonna have to give me give the money back though if they. I mean, if they if write it, it in their contract that like we're we're exempt from any kind of legal <laughs> argument if you if we go bankrupt, I'm gonna have to like, read the TOS and figure out what the. Uh, but honestly, though, like it's ninety nine, it's nine ninety nine, right? Yeah. And so a year is gonna be what? Uh, one hundred twenty bucks. Yeah. How many movies will I have to see in the next month to make that worthwhile? I mean, if you saw. Ten five movies? at Regal. Five at Regal. Yeah, you that probably you probably cover it. Yes, and the fact that we could see a four DX movie, yeah. which by the way is like twenty five bucks, thirty dollars. So, <laughs> it's twenty eight ninety nine for a single <laughs> ticket. So I'm just gonna see the next three things that come out in four DX. I don't care what they are. <laughs> I'm just gonna go see them, and that's ninety dollars of the one twenty I Dumbo need to cover. in four DX. Let's do it. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes, let's let's do it. I don't even want to see this movie in general, but I will go see it just to do it. Just to burn Cinemia. But I mean, yeah, it's it's you know, like I think that just like Movie Pass, whatever I've paid over the lifetime, and I'm still a uh I'm still a paying member of Movie Pass because I found out about the lawsuit that you have to be a current uh pay, excuse me, current paying member to be a part of. I'm waiting for them to approve the class. Um might get back all of my fees, everything. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Certifying the class, right? Yeah. Well, they have to certify the class. Yeah. And then basically I could end it because at the point that they certify the class, I'm a part of it and then I can choose to stay or not. Mm. But um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, I don't really get, but the, like Cinemia, like, oh, movie pass. That, there was one month where we saw 17 movies in 31 days. Yeah. That has yeah, paid for Every month yeah. I have spent this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 17 movies at Regal at $18 a piece. Mm-hmm. And we paid $9.99 yeah. for that one month. <laughs> like that is paid for it's every like they single really month didn't think then. of their business plan. Really? I mean, I, and that's sending me a thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's, that's not a, but they say that they found the money spot, that this is a spot. Because there are people who are paying for the three a month plan and it's cheaper, but they don't actually use all three. Like that's, it's the people who don't use it where they make their money. Mm -hmm. That guys, that's not me. Um, (sighs) You have made a mistake. If you think I am the one you're making money on, I'm the one you're losing money on 
but I'm the one who raves about it to all of their friends on the internet. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I, I, I would probably sign up. I just, I, I would really like to just go over it a little bit more, like just a little bit, just do a terms of service, uh, scan and, yeah, and see what, yeah. what's in there. Um, just because I, I, I would feel really dumb if I like on a Wednesday purchased it. And then on a Thursday found out that they're going out of business or that they've agreed to merge with movie pass and movie pass is not honoring any of these. I'm going to pay for it on PayPal. And that <laughs> way you have the, uh, PayPal guarantee, right? Where like they'll, uh, they'll let you back out before, after 72 hours or something like that. Oh, I don't know. And then I'm going to go see four. 3D movies in 72 hours, and it'll pay for itself no matter what. Same movie, three times, four times. Genius. Can't, can't find my way around. It's worthwhile. I've made it worthwhile. Um, anyway, on yeah. to, to more, let's close out with some serious news, although I think this is a full hour. I think we've done the full hour. Should we, should we lightning round it? Like, uh, uh, it was just, it's really just uh, two, two topics. Both are political. Uh, Mueller report. Due out Thursday. Yeah. I mean, there's not really anything to say. I'm sure it's going to be the unadulterated full report. So I think we can look forward to that, right? Yeah. I would not not hold your breath for anything really incredible. Yes. Yes. Uh, Because think about it this way. Either uh, I've heard things like it's a 400-page report. If Mm. we get a 100-page report, that might be enough to sort of give people the feeling that they've gotten all the best information without actually giving anything. anything. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I just don't, uh, I don't imagine we hear anything on Thursday that really makes anyone feel better. It's just going to continue along the same thing that we did when Barr did his, uh, sort of roundup of the Mueller report. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, it's going to be the same, you know, like Trump wins. Democrats are salty. They're trying to get every, you know, like the full report and the underlying info and blah, 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 blah. Like it, it it'll just continue like this for a while. I feel I like mean, we're going to get the black bar report too. It's going to be all be redacted. Yeah. And it'll be like, well, we gave you a hundred pages. Yeah. <laughs> but like hundred pages with not a single name in it. 70% of it was redacted out and all of the names were redacted. Um, Wouldn't it be funny if like every single name was redacted except for Jared Kushner. <laughs> Trump's just like, I've had enough of this asshole. Fuck him. Throw him under, throw him under the bus. Nobody fucks my daughter, but me. <laughs> That's the president of the United States, everybody. Uh, may or may not have actually had sex with his daughter. Uh, the other story of the week. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, look for that on Thursday if they actually come out with it on Thursday, and also if mm-hmm. it is anything at all, which I have doubts that it will. If be. there is anything, we'll talk about it next week while we're high. Yes. Uh, oh, I'm sure that'll be no hot takes at all. Um, also, uh, the the a very interesting story that uh, I that we that I heard uh, this week I, it, that uh, AOC uh, Alexandria. Ocasio Cortez, mm-hmm. the, and the amount of news coverage she's getting on Fox News, yeah, which apparently has been eight hours. Is that what you said? Eight hours of the past uh, six yeah, like, months? No, no, it was the last like three months. Three In the months. beginning of this year, it's been like eight hours uh, of coverage of Ocasio Cortez, which yeah. basically means that like 
you know, they'll do like a five minute segment or something like that. That's like sort of how TV is broken up. Yes. So if they have like a little round table where they're talking about her for five minutes, it's hard to get yourself updated. <laughs> you yes. have to, you have to really be in the news all the fucking time to get up to that, like that much airtime. Yeah. I mean, like Trump might be the only other person who's getting that much airtime. Yeah. Especially like on him. Fox news. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's the president, which yes. makes it easy enough to like have a segment about him. Like, Every show, essentially, yep. especially because he shouts you out all the time. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Uh, but yeah, between Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Omar and Minnesota. Ilan Omar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, Fox apparently has just been spending crazy amounts of time talking about the two of them. And uh, you would think, I don't know, that um, you'd focus on, you know, your people like, um the Republicans yeah. who have difficult races, who are going to be in spots uh, as the uh, the elections come up. But now let's just focus on uh, the two ladies from the other party. Yeah. You know, I uh, when I heard about this story, I I, uh, I had one thought. I, I've been listening to Pod Save America for a while and uh, for as long as I've been listening to them, they've had the long running thing of like talking about how you know, awful and depraved Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan were and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how they, how they would go into discussing them in terms of like, you know, they, they have a malice that they, they, they don't care about anybody except for making more money for corporate America and the, the people, the Koch brothers and the people who finance their super PACs and blah, 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 blah. And while I agree that <laughs> clearly, true, yes. clearly there is a strong argument to be made that the Koch brothers have a huge amount of influence over Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and that corporate, uh, resources are funneled way more into the Republican side to try for and sure. get what they want. Yes. Um, I think you could make the same sort of argument of somebody who's complaining about the negative co- coverage that AOC is getting on Fox that you could about Paul Ryan or something like or Mitch McConnell on a pod save America type of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, we're, we're talking about how horrible and you know, like just wrong these people are and they don't think about, you know, the rest of the, the country and what they could be doing to make things better and, you know, taking healthcare away from people. And it's just like, you know, at the, if you really knew Paul Ryan and I'm not, I'm not, I don't know him. I don't know where he exactly stands. Maybe he doesn't give a shit, but like, I imagine if you know, you were Paul Ryan's brother and you had a conversation with him about healthcare, he would say, I want as many people to have healthcare as possible. I just don't want to shut down a, a independent. Uh, we, I want to shut down all these healthcare companies, which employ one sixth of the economy at the idea of doing like a Medicare for all and I... what kind of flux that could have, you know, like he might have specific ideas as to what he wants out of it, but it's not the, it, it's the instant vilification is never going to, is going to be so much easier to go to than it will be to try and figure out his point or try and make his point for him. For, for you, you some know? Republicans, I would agree with you. For Paul Ryan, I think that it's actually he I, does he yeah. just fuck poor people just See, but as I mean, much like, as possible. I feel like there's there's a lot of uh, uh, who was that uh, Republican who just got into it this week or something like that? Oh God, Which uh, one? with who? He was on the floor and he was like asking somebody. Uh, I can't even remember what the context was. Now it's gonna drive me nuts. Mm. No, too but I'm tired to think. Yeah, clearly. 
too sick to think. Mm. I do. I would say this. Uh, uh, if you want to see somebody, uh, what I like about AOC is that she is really good at talking or really good at uh, questioning. Hand, questioning on the yeah. floor. Did you see Another the other one, one you should see is Katie Porter yes. dealing with the president of chase. Yes. Uh, Ooh, that was good. Ooh, that was, that was delightful mm. watching, watching her take. Him. By the way, uh, he seemed un, not unimpressed, unaffected by it. Yeah. And I was just like, are you a psychopath? Like at what point do you just have to be like, uh, you know, uh, nothing bothers me. Um, I'm just, I just murder people uh, in general. Okay. I mean, like, yes, he does not personally, but he does murder people, but just, he seemed completely unaffected by it. And I was, I didn't know how to deal with that. I think, I think that was the problem. I didn't know how to deal with it. You know what I, you know what I imagine he was doing in his mind right there is starting to do the math. So he was like, uh, Katie Porter's argument was that somebody who was in her district, which was like. Anaheim, Orange County area. Yeah. Uh, if worked, if uh, if somebody got a job as a teller at a Chase Bank, they would make fifteen dollars an hour or yes. something like that. And how much everything would cost, and how quickly they would be in the red. Um, and I think the overall number was like five hundred eighty-seven dollars in the red without having to uh, <laughs> without account like for anything. a lot of things. Yeah, yes. like no health care, no prescriptions, no clothes no anything like basic living expenses 587 in the red yep um and i imagine that the ceo of chase there was just sort of going like i have 50,000 employees so if mm-hmm. i have to pay 587 dollars extra for 50,000 employees and this isn't going to end with me just paying 587 because if i if i said you know what you you're absolutely right katie porter uh, I should be paying my employees better. I didn't even think about it in these terms until you brought it up to me. Right. I'm going to make sure that uh, people in the same situation as this hypothetical woman you said are going to get paid $600 more a month. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, why isn't it $900 more a month? She's not doing enough work. You make $30 million a year in your corporate share, blah, blah, blah. And you can't make at $900 a month for this employee. To be fair, I agree with that. No, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not an unreasonable <laughs> argument to be made, but it's one of the, it's the, you give even a little bit and you're going to <laughs> going to have to open yourself up to this line of questioning throughout yep. the entire thing. So him trying to protect his $30 million a year <laughs> is going to have to just be like, I'm sorry. She's having problem with her finances. Maybe if she went to school, she would be able to get a better paying job. That's exactly how he should respond to yeah, that. Yeah, and then I, she'd be like, oh, really? Because she does have student loan debt <laughs> <laughs> that is not being calculated into this as well. So. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. No. I, anyway, I just, it was I, good. It was a good questioning, yeah. if nothing else. Yeah, and it, it, AOC is another one, and that's uh, honestly why I imagine the Republicans are so scared of the two like Omar AOC, maybe Katie Porter after this one. Yeah. Uh, just because people who bring up very real, uh, linear questions are a rare breed in the Congress. Yes. It is uh, like how many, uh, congressional testimonies have you watched where you just watch somebody like ask question after question after question. And you're just like, dude, fucking figure it out. (laughs) Like just, and (sighs) It's not that they ask question after question after question. A lot of times it's like um, the same question is often. And sometimes it's like you're not even asking the question that you're asking. Like 
You should know better how to question somebody. You were a lawyer. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And the other, the I've other lost faith in the whole process. The other one yeah. was like uh, a good example of this was when Cohen testified recently. Yeah. Uh, and all the Republicans just spent all their time going like, why should we believe you? Yeah. If you're being, if you're going to jail for lying to Congress before, why should we believe that you're telling the truth right now? Which is like a perfectly reasonable point to bring up once or twice, maybe. But not but the, everybody. The fact that there would be like people that like in one line of questioning where they would just be like, Jim Jordan, your floor is yours. He's just like, why should we believe you? It's like, well, I'm, I'm here to tell the truth now. Yeah, I mean that sounds exactly what like you what, what time, you would right? say if yeah. you, if you were in this position. But really, why should I believe you? Like, just ask the question nine more times yep. in nine different ways at a time. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next Republican. <laughs> so let me tell you. Let me ask you. Why should I believe you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, this is the one <laughs> thing you have to say. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, not, not like one question where it's just like. I'm a little bit worried. I might be caught up in a little Trump uh, <laughs> tidal wave of uh, malfeasance as well. Uh, what would you recommend I do to protect myself? <laughs> just one person who's just like, snuck. if you uh, were uh, <laughs> Devin Nunez, the floor is yours. It's just like, let's say, say you were say a, you a little bit, say you went a little bit too deep with the president. You felt like backing out a bit. Uh, what would, what you? would you recommend to somebody like that? Just say the guy's name is uh, Tevin. Oh, uh, yeah. Tevin Nunez. Did you make him, his name more Spanish? <laughs> well, he doesn't accent his. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because me and Roberto had a conversation about There's like. There's no, no, uh, tilde. Yeah, because he's Nunez. Nunez. Yeah. Tevin Nunez. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Unlike Oreo, Renato Nunez. Only, uh, you know, uh, what, two years left of this? <laughs> Only a month and a half away from. Uh, Maybe having another a year and a half away from having another election. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. And uh, you know, um, as uh, has been pointed out to me uh, so many times, uh, the sea's rising. So you know, just pray for that. Just just pray for that. Um, at this point, we're just hoping for six meters of uh, sea change, and then uh, we'll be free of this whole nonsense. So it doesn't even matter. Well, talking about free of this whole nonsense, you know where you can go. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 where? Oh, the anthem.com, Cordo, the anthem.com, oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. You can find more of me at my website. Go. Find more of me at my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, uh, Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilm, and at LegendCB5 on Twitter, Instagram. Um, haven't seen a movie recently, but maybe go tomorrow or yeah, Wednesday sure. or something. I don't know. Mm, if I get some sleep, yes. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to find something good and then see it and then make a review. So uh Dumbo, keep an yeah, eye out. For let's do it. <laughs> Colin Farrell's in this. Mm. <laughs> and of course you can find more of me, uh, although less tired, <laughs> at Robert and Cheek on our social networks. Don't check out Robertandcheek.com because apparently not working and I need to work on that as well as many other projects. Uh, but you can check out my books, which are available on Amazon. Buy Rose Books. And the new one will be up uh, by, by the time you're hearing this, hopefully, if I don't go home and fall asleep. <laughs> so there's that. Well, I think we've done good here today. <laughs> we've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the O the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. Right. And we really... <laughs>
Time for some ledger lights and fainting. Yeah, we really just uh, stumbled across the finish line here in week week one of season six. Uh, we're not uh, not pulling any uh, not pulling any Game of Thrones. That's what I'll say. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening anyway. Setting up for the long haul. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs>